Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Namaskar Namaskar Okay I think I want to share an interesting thing which I heard in the podcast free economics if i'm not wrong and i feel like there's a lesson for us you and me as well as for anyone who is trying something new in their life okay um so basically if you had to choose between quality and quantity what would you choose without giving you any example or any context or a situation in general if i ask you to choose between quality and quantity what would you choose and why <laughs> see without context it it's like it depends on the context but it of course does it, it my answer might change from different context but uh it's it's not easy actually it's not easy to point out like the moment you said this question i was just going to ask you in what context but you said without context and i i haven't listened to that particular episode of economics so i don't know no but anything about what's it. your impulse Imp- what's your impulse what are you leaning towards to be honest i'm not leaning towards either of those interesting interesting so i at the very moment i huh. thought about this i was impulsively leaning towards quality, quality. i know for yeah. some you're, reason you're i don't a quality know person i know that huh? yeah so i was leaning completely towards quality it's interesting that you're not leaning anywhere you're somewhere in between and you need a context for you to make a comment okay so now i'll give you the some context where this question is coming from so basically researchers wanted to know if someone wants to learn something what should they go after should they run after quality or should they run after quantity so say for example in my context if i want to improve my teaching what should i do should i improve the quality of my teaching like give lot of time to each and every class talk or a lesson plan that i make and every class that i execute should i put lot of effort thinking and preparation behind one class or should i take just lots and lots of classes and not think about quality that much um so that would be a context that would be from a teacher's point of view similarly say for example songwriting if you want to become a good songwriter should you like give each and every song lot of time and attention and like take one year to come up with one song or should you just say you know every month i want to make at least two songs i'm going to write two songs i'm going to compose two songs and not think about the quality of the songs too much so this is the context again if say for example for example you vlog right what are you leaning towards say for example you are doing vlogging full time or say for example you want to be a food critic and you are doing food criticizing criticizing to galat hoga you want to become a full time food critic um you're reviewing so what would you uh, lean towards uh, yeah what would you lean towards so i think i think i'll be leaning towards uh, quantity and when you were saying those things like i was giving i was because you said in the context of a teacher and i am not a teacher so i was thinking in what context might i apply this question to and the answer that came to my mind was very obviously quantity because so today was a saturday today was a holiday so i watched a lot of anime today and not just one anime i just watched three four animes ka ek ek episode so then there is quantity over there currently i am reading around five to six books at a time 
so when i read this book then i get a little bored then i go to another book so at a time i'm reading so many books then when you you talked about vlog right so i don't think so i will be a full time vlogger but because i do it as a hobby and one of the reasons i want to be a full time vlogger is because the people who do this full time they do it with dedication they deliver quality i am i am not i'm i'm very impulsive person like if i'm if they're making a mistake i wouldn't want to re-record the whole thing i would let that mistake stay so i think yeah quality comes to me naturally then uh, sorry quantity comes to me naturally then quality does when it comes to food i would like to eat a lot of things rather than very delicious i i wanted to be delicious but i want the quantity to be more as well interesting so you're saying you would lean towards quantity because that comes naturally to you what if you had like a target like by the end of the year by the end of 5 years say for example you want to be at a certain place with respect to that particular skill like you want to ace that skill you want to improve that particular skill even then that would be your approach so for again let me make it even more easy for you to think say for example you have one year and by the end of one year you want to make the best vlog that you have ever made okay as good as you can now there are two approaches now like there are two extreme approaches one extreme approach is the entire year you only prepare for that one particular vlog okay you figure out the lightings you figure out the script you figure out the animations everything is going into that one particular episode and that is your end product the other extreme is you are saying ki i don't know vlogging i need practice and hence i'm going to make one vlog every day so at the end of the year i'll make 365 vlogs and my last vlog which is the 365th vlog that will be your end product which one are you leaning towards and why definitely the second one like make one vlog every day and through the process of repeating yourself and making something again and again and again you naturally get better at it and hopefully you get better at it and uh, yeah i'm i'm definitely leaning towards that interesting see there's and this, just once uh, i'm i'm sorry to interrupt but there's this quote i think you only told me that or something uh, if you want to get better at something or if you want to become perfect at something you should at least do it for 10000 hours right something yeah, like that yeah so 10000 hours is a huge amount of time students who are having calculators handy or you want to practice some mathematics you convert it into days and you know how many how much time you need to dedicate to get perfect at something so you are spending so much time for this that means you are going for the quantity right so hmm. if you want to get better at something you need to give quantity interesting or both of them are interrelated both of them you need both of them quantity as well as quality just like you need depth as well as breadth to make some change interesting so that 10000 rule i think comes from the book called the outliers and i think the author used the word expert if you want to become an expert at anything you need to spend 10000 hours doing that thing at the end of 10000 hours you'll be an expert at it and again one small correction so it's not in the podcast free economics that i heard this this was from the seen and the unseen podcast um so there so it's an interview podcast and he was interviewing a person who had held many high positions in various corporates and is a leadership coach and all and he has recently written a book just sharing all the learnings throughout his careers so basically researchers wanted a definitive answer what is better 
and i was earlier leaning towards quality because just imagine right you spending only one day doing one vlog how good will be your 350 60 365th so in the quantity case you are spending only one day making your last vlog right so only have 24 hours how good could it be and will it be able to compete with a person who is dedicating the entire year just to make one vlog that has to be a special vlog right because there's so much background thinking planning execution uh going into that one particular vlog so i was reading over quality that i will make just one vlog and that will be the best vlog um so scientists wanted a perfect empirical research backed answer to this question and i wanted to end this question once and for all so they did an experience so this experiment was done in a pottery making class so here the skill is making pots and the students at the beginning of the semester were given two options one option is it's the same so either go for quality and only make one pot which is the most beautiful pot that you can make or you go for quantity so they were given a quota that by the end of the semester you should make these many pots and we don't care about the quality it could be irregular shaped it may be asymmetric we don't really care but itne pots hone chahiye aapke paas um and they did it and by the end of the semester quantity people outshined the quality people and the reason is exactly what you gave because they are doing it so many times again and again repetition itself improves the quality improves the skill yeah it just works and the reason it's important for us is if we are serious about this podcast we need to record more <laughs> of it yeah but how how did the scientists judge the end result like how how did they compare like did they tell them that okay your semester is over now this is exam time and they gave both of them to make a pot is that how they judge them i think that or like you just submit your best pot out of the how many ever you have made i'm not sure unhone kaise judge kiya but i feel like in both of the cases i feel like the quantity people will win because it was a very clear difference see the reason i think the intuitive reason why the quantity people win is that the quality people don't have the motivation to get better for example like you said like they had given a fixed number that at the end of the semester you should have these many number of pots let's say hmm. for the sake of example 500 so suppose hmm. suppose a person quantity person is making pots and he hmm. he comes to his 200 attempt and he sees wow this is a beautiful pot i have made 199 before and this 200 pot is really beautiful and i i really like it but hmm. even even though i like it i still have to complete because i am required to have 500 at the end of the semester but this is not the yeah. case with the quality person the quality person makes 10 20 50 100 pots and he gets satisfied with its 101 pot Ki, okay this is beautiful in my eyes at least so i am happy and satisfied with this and i don't have a motivation to make more and i'll submit this so that's the reason why perhaps maybe but if it is a competition you're not going to rest now you'll always try to improve your pot again and again so once you said okay this is something that i need to have in my pot it's there now now i need to work on some other aspect now some other aspect so i feel like if it is really a competition with the correct incentives the quality people will just not give up now they'll keep continuing trying okay, what more can i do what more can i do mm-hmm. so the reason why i like subconsciously gave 
the reason that i gave is because i am more of a quantity person so if i am asked to do the quality work it will not be that good because <laughs> i will be i will satisfy myself ki acha this is this is perfect i cannot get better than this so i won't i, I won't continue making it continue improving it i think yeah 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 and i feel like this also is a good segue into the actual topic for today oh is it i thought this was the topic but this was just the oh yeah red carpet entrance to the topic okay yeah 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 <laughs> this was just the brain teaser part of the episode so yeah so the segue is into my new role which is of a coach so i wear four hats i wear a hat of a teacher i wear a hat of a coach i wear a hat of a manager and i wear a hat of a leader so these four hats simultaneously i'm wearing and it's a good segue into management i feel like so what do you think what kind of manager will you be will you be a good manager will you be a bad manager do you think it's easy do you think it's difficult what are your thoughts on being a manager so before you get into or before i get into answering this question mm-hmm. I'll require some time to think about it mm. and by the time I'm thinking at the back of my mind I think you should make it clear when you say these four terms mm. because even I feel that there is not very much distinction between a coach and a leader and a teacher fair. so can you just like quickly define what's the differences between these four fair fair yeah it's not that obvious thank you for asking that actually so teacher is very obvious coach so i'm a teacher coach right so i will try to improve the teaching practices of some of the teachers in my school so that's coaching so jaise cricket coach hota hai the cricket coach will work on the technique of the batsman the technique of the bowler so on and so forth. it's very technical so coaching is working on the technical parts of a person management is are your deliverables being submitted on time are you coming to your office on time is your professionalism in place so on and so forth so all that becomes part of the management and finally leadership so as a leader you have a vision right ki okay this is where i want to see my organization or my team at the end of the month at the end of the unit at the end of the academic year and strategy is something that the leader gives you hey this is where the school is um this is where the organization is this is where the team is these are our strengths we need to play on our strengths this is something that is missing this is a gap this is an area of development for us what can we do about it and just having a long term picture a zoomed out view of what's going on with respect to your work and having strategic inputs motivation inspiration all of this is given by a leader hence these are three separate hats which generally are done by any mid level management person but it's better to think about these different different roles that you play because it gives you clarity in how good of a coach you are how good of a manager you are and how good of a leader you are so now i have a little better picture of what you mean when you say those terms and you asked me that if i will be a good manager right so first of all i feel manager the job of a manager is like a nanny or like a nagging person true ye barabar nahi hai isko barabar karo or true but see when you say that is the person coming on time what can you do about it right he's not he's coming late what can you do about it like <laughs> i'm not getting it how can you improve that that's a personal thing he will say aaj main late utha or today was there was a lot of traffic or he will give whatever reason he wants like what can you do to make that person come on time 
This is like a childish thing, I feel. I have an answer. I don't want to give away the answer right now. So given that scenario, whatever dilemma that you have right now, what do you think what kind of manager you are? Or what do you think it's easy? Do you think difficult? And you must have seen your manager, right? You are reporting to someone right now. So when you are not submitting something on time, maybe think what is your manager doing? Or you must have heard stories from your parents. How are your parents managers managing your parents? Or maybe some stories, okay, this is an IS officer. He did such a thing to improve the staff attendance or something, whatever. Now, nothing is coming to my mind and... I haven't managed anyone before so I I don't have any managerial experience at least in the terms that you are asking right now and I don't have a manager I wouldn't call it boss I'll call it a reporting officer whom I just report to and that's your manager like, yeah so if you but I, if you don't like, if you don't show up for a week that person is going to ask you questions right don't show up for a week obviously yeah so but that's your manager the person who will ask you questions if you don't show up for a week is your manager ha huh, okay so so then what matlab what are you expecting me to answer i think it's a tough job like if i am at a managerial position and hmm. if someone is reporting to me hmm. and that person doesn't comes for a week hmm. i'll just call and ask what happened there is nothing i can do about it actually i am kind of feeling helpless ki he will say ki I am sick. I don't know. I'll I'll not go to his home and check if he's actually sick or just. Hmm. So I am I feel it's a very tough job because I don't have any experience or I don't know what to do exactly. So yeah, I feel it's a tough job because yeah. I don't know what to do. That's all I wanted from you. Do you think it's an easy thing or do you think it's a difficult thing? And again, I don't know why you're getting on the right answers on this particular the right answers recording day, <laughs> but. Um, I have always felt like management is not a big deal like it's so simple and I've just seen everyone progress through their lives and managing people right first you are an associate then you become something above associate then you become a manager then you become a senior manager then you become general manager and then you become a director or something like it's just how things progress right so what's so special about managing like ye to sab hi karte puri duniya kar rahe so what's so difficult about it So I could never figure out anything difficult about managing people. I felt like that's something just everyone has to do at some point of their career, and it's not that difficult. Now coming to your question, like if someone is coming late, what can you do? And you rightly pointed out, like you might have to become a nanny. Like okay, did you set an alarm or do you do this or do you do that? So you can support. That's one thing. Like if it's a genuine problem, you can support. If it is not a genuine problem and it's if it's a will problem that that person doesn't want to come on time, maybe then you talk about the impact it is having on the work that we do. You can talk about this is your basic responsibility. You can talk about that this is just not okay for any professional to be late. So there are so many things you can do, right? So there are many things you can do, but I feel like one of the reasons. I felt management was easy was because I never had to be managed and what I mean by that is I have never been late to any of my meetings yeah, yeah, for example yeah. I have never missed my deadline and for some reason I have just assumed that everyone in this world is like me which is not the case people come late people don't dress professionally people don't submit things on time and because it has not been done with me i have no clue how should i do it because that struggle i have never experienced na 
it's easier to help someone so for example when i'm wearing my coaching hat it's much easier for me because whatever the struggles the teachers are having i have also had the same struggles so i know how i navigated them so coaching hat is a little easier for me but management is very very difficult because i have never been managed in such a way because it was not needed so it becomes difficult because i have never had that challenge so yeah so management is super super difficult that's a point that i wanted to make but in general i also want to talk about work life balance in this world so nay but before before we go to the work life balance topic i also wanted to point a few things about the managerial thing that we were discussing yeah. so exactly the same thing has happened with me i have never been managed so i am not able to answer this question that how will you be able to manage because like you said that if you have a deadline you obviously stick to it there's a reason why you have a deadline right hmm. why would you not submit the work by that time so you and i had the same reason why it's difficult because we haven't experienced it ourselves no but with respect to like why someone coming late and what can you do about someone coming late like now i have a little more clarity on how to approach this problem because now i have, so in my current role i get a lot of support and this books you can always read right so a very easy way to like think about this problem is where is the gap like is this a skill gap or is this a will gap to so skill gap hai ki the person wants to come on time but does not know how to come on time okay so what we would do is we'll set an alarm we'll wake up in advance we will sleep on time we'll have multiple alarms we'll tell someone okay you need to wake me up if i don't wake up planning my day so on and so forth so this is if they are not able to do this it means it's a skill gap so i'll have to work on the skill some people know how to reach places at time but they don't want to because they are not motivated enough because they don't feel it's important because they are just not feeling enthusiastic about the work they want to do that day so it's a will gap so i'll have to work on the will then somehow so like now i have a little more structures to think about such problems and now it's helping a little and slowly slowly learning how to tackle these problems um but yeah uh, interesting things to learn so let's go to work life balance then no no wait 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 so see i am digressing from the topic but it has been kind of nagging me for hmm. quite some time now so you just said right like if you have a problem or you're facing some issue in your work you read books hmm. and i know that i have been a person who used to laugh at you hmm. when i was in when we were in bsc ki kya tu buddhe log ise self help book padhta hai hmm. back then and i know that and i am a person who just reads fiction hmm. i don't read anything else but now i have started giving non fiction a try so i started with some plays of shakespeare and now i have ventured into the realm of self help mm. but i don't think so they are like i just read one self help it it wasn't exactly a self help book but it was non fiction and i don't think so you are able to learn things from it or i don't know how you managed to do it maybe you have lots of experience and you have been reading so many books that it comes to you naturally but like do you make some notes where you are reading a book because i don't know how you do it how you implement the book's knowledge in your life mm. okay i'll tell you I'll tell you one thing okay there are very very few good self help slash non fiction books and there are very 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 many very very bad 
self help slash non fiction books so if you have read one of the bad ones that's game over then and there okay so you need to like find out which are the really good ones and only read those so that's and point how do you do that then how do you do that how do you do that you look at good reads you don't just look at the ratings okay 4.2 hai matlab acha book hai you look at the comments you read the criticisms of the book and from that criticisms you try to figure out okay is the criticism logical valid and does that make the entire plot or entire theory of this book invalid um so on and so forth so that is one second is very and this is the most important which i feel like you don't have right now is just having people who have read that book before so if i need to read a read a book on one, any particular thing there are at least 10 people who i highly highly respect whom i can reach out to and they'll tell me one or two books on that particular topic so this resource i feel like you don't have right now i have started having this resource for the last one or two years now so that's the second ki you ask people like i'm thinking of reading this particular book should i read it or not or is it worth it or not so now that we know how to distinguish between good and bad books you ask me like how do i implement it how do i make sure that i am using it and picking up that skill or do i make notes or anything so my answer is i don't make notes the temptation at least that i have and i feel like many of our listeners might also have is to read a book from cover to cover you want to read the introduction you want to read the index page and you want to read it chapter by chapter one chapter after the other but if you fall into that trap because any good book will also have good parts and bad parts na so if you fall in that trap there will be point where you are not finding this use when you just give up so you don't read the good parts of that book anyway so i feel like the other point is also reading what you really really need or reading what you really really find interesting don't read the entire book and especially this is applicable for non fiction right it's not necessary that you need to know the starting of the story to know the ending of the story because there's no story so you can do that in non fiction or self help so that's the second thing and the third thing like if it's good enough you it will stick in your mind if it does not stick in your mind it's not good enough it does not have high applicability so that's that's the last one to so like as a notes notes leke like usko actual mein implement karne ki zarurat nahi hoti hai and if it is a super high applicability but it's a little complicated to tum khud se notes banaoge you will be like from tomorrow onwards i can use this knowledge and for me to use it for tomorrow onwards i need to make notes to khud hi bana loge tum even though you are not a note taking person again ladies and gentlemen rohan rajapure giving so great tips in life that people charge hundreds and thousands of rupees for good going rohan <laughs> <laughs> in fact i can give give some recommendations so for coaching there's a book called the tao of coaching which is highly recommended i've read half of it and found it very very useful for management there's a book called leverage leadership which i've heard good things about there was this one book which i felt was super super nice non fiction called thinking fast and slow but recently i heard a podcast based on that book and now that has discouraged me from reading that book or or is that was on the top of my list to read in the non fiction and after that podcast i've decided i don't want to read that book anymore but even then like i have a snippet from that book which has stayed with me bina book read kiye kahi pe to pada tha kis book mein aisa likha hai so the thing that was written in that book was in any experience all that 
a person remembers is the emotional high in that experience and the ending so because this is such an interesting thing i it is backed by research i can use it in everyday life right so if i'm on a date i know that whichever is the emotional high that is something that will be remembered by the girl and how i end the date that is something that will be remembered by the girl so i'll just try to nail these two things if i'm taking a class i'll just try to nail these two things in the class some emotional high and do i end it well so even though the book is bad it's so bad that i'm not even going to read it but there is something so so useful which has stuck with me and i try to implement that in my everyday life so the the topics that you just discussed coaching and managing those are not in my radar right now but you said that i don't have a person whom i can approach to if i want to read good books but hmm. you are that person but nahi yaar itna nahi padha hai itna nahi padha hai but mujhe to zyada padha hai self help yeah so i'll definitely ask you for advice but these are not the types of books i want to read oh but, if you uh, want if you want general non fiction recommendation the one book which i would recommend to anyone i feel like it should be part of every the curriculum school curriculum in every part of the world that book is factfulness factfulness yes factfulness is a book that each and every person on this planet should read i feel oh okay so that's too much importance given to that book and i'll read it and if i don't like it then my respect for you will decrease but that's very 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 unlikely yeah and it's a very small and fun to read book it has many pictures it has many graphs it's not a huge book so like you can finish it off in 3 4 hours also okay okay i'll i'll check it out thank you very much cool <laughs> we just got so deep into this book wala thing i i i don't even remember i don't know no. we were talking about work life balance yeah yeah so let's let's get into that work life balance hey there dear listener thank you for sticking till now but sadly we will have to end it right here this is the end of the first part but don't worry we will get to the next part very soon and finally get to know what rohan actually wanted to talk about so till then happy listening